You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Next year's elections are deemed to be a watershed moment. For many, this will be the same as the first democratic elections held in 1994. In an effort to dethrone the ANC, which has been in power for close to three decades, some opposition parties have come together. For the country's second largest political party, it started with the election of a new leadership in April, with John Steenhuisen being re-elected as federal leader of the Democratic Alliance. Sunny Bonani, it is an honor to stand with all of you today in Gauteng, the next province to be governed by the DA. And today, I ask you to re-elect me as the leader of our beloved party. Steenhuisen defeated former Johannesburg mayor Dr. Mpopalaze, while Helen Ziller retained her position of chairperson of the Federal Council. The re-elected leader of the official opposition began by charting the way towards the 2024 elections. That 2024 is going to be about the DA's moonshot election. Now while the term moonshot originally meant a long shot, it is increasingly being used to describe a monumental effort and a lofty goal. In other words, a giant leap forward. A leap like ensuring that the DA leads the national government in 2024. And like the original mission to take humans to the moon, we take this shot to defeat the ANC and to keep the EFF out not because it is easy but because it is hard this was also where stian hazen made the announcement of a so-called moonshot pact the pact would consist of like-minded parties and would go on to be joined by action sa the ifp and freedom front plus amongst others in a quest to oust the anc these parties took the arrangement to the next level an announcement was made that it would move from being called the moonshot pact to the now multi-party charter where the facilitator professor william gomete gave this address while they contest elections as individual parties south africans will see that they are greater than the sum of their parts the name of this agreement is the multi-party charter for south africa the nature of the agreement it is uh, the form of a pre-election arrangement the vision for south africa a new government to both a just inclusive and prosperous south africa based on opportunity freedom and security for all its citizens Another political highlight of the year was the 10th anniversary of the third largest party in the National Assembly, the EFF. The Red Berets had achieved their goal and they painted the FNB Stadium red in July. The celebration left many in awe. The gathering, dubbed the Festival of the Poorest of the Poor, saw the party celebrate a decade of existence, and the party's leader Julius Malema addressed the packed stadium. Stand up South Africa. Make sure that South Africa you are counted with me. Rise South Africa. Stand and make sure that our people understand that they need to be counted. 
you must be counted, you must be part of history, you must make sure that you are one of the people who are going to deliver economic freedom in our lifetime. Freedom in our lifetime. Amanda! Also marking a decade was the Patriotic Alliance. The PA attempted unsuccessfully to fill the more than 37,000 capacity Orlando Stadium in November and blamed sabotage for what turned out to be a damp squim celebration. The party has no seats in parliament but believes next year's elections will change its fortunes. Its leader, Gayton McKenzie, made it clear that if given a chance, the party will embark on the mass deportation of undocumented foreign nationals. We are going to remove each and every illegal foreigner in this country. We will give a reward for us to chase them at every hook, nook and cranny of this country. We shall close businesses that still hire illegal foreigners. After the passing of the founder of the IFP, Prince Mangsutu Butelezi, in September, the party held its policy conference in December. This as talks continue on whether it will remain amongst South Africa's most popular political parties with the passing of the elderly statesman. The party's current leader, Velengosini Klabisa, addressed delegates on the concerns. The 24 elections are unlike the 2019 elections or the 2014 elections or any elections that has gone before. They will not be business as usual, delivering the expected results and seeing very little change. The National Freedom Party remains divided despite holding its elective conference recently. Divisions in the party started after its founder and president, Zanele Gamakwazam Sibi's death in 2021. The jury is still out as to how the party will fare in next year's elections. Its new leader, Ivan Barnes. We feel humbled and we are honored uh, in the memory of our late president. Justice and political democracy has been served in the NFP. We have given rebirth to this organization. Right now, our main focus, as I said to you earlier on, we're going to look at stabilizing the organization. We're going to create legitimate party structures at the national level. We still need to appoint certain members to the national executive, further finalize the National Working Committee, which is the highest decision-making body of the organization between conferences. Just over 600 parties are registered with the IEC, 360 of which are eligible to contest in the national and provincial elections. Whether this unprecedented number of participants will result in a more diverse parliament is still to be seen. With coalitions being the order of the day, however, it is possible that some parties simply want to capitalize on what little support they can garner to enable them to leverage power in governments that will be formed post the polls. I'm Zoleka Kodashe in Johannesburg. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.